Hey, Vitus, why did the building cross the road? I don't know, Eden. Why did the building cross the road? To get to the other side. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Eden Tashoma. And I'm Vitus LaRue. You're listening to Daybreak. This is so crazy. It's amazing to see the prep work that they've done and then how painstaking it is to get this huge thing across the street. This has just been so interesting to watch because like, this is my lunch walk. They have to take a detour. Today, we're covering the movement of the building at 91 Prospect Avenue, a historic building that has housed the court club prior to its disbandment in 1964. The move is being made to make room for new environmental studies and School of Engineering and Applied Science building, which will be connected to Prospect Street by wrapping around Bob's Center for Peace and Justice. The building will be located on 91 Prospect and will be called the, quote, Theorist Pavilion, according to university spokesperson Michael Hotchkiss. The 91 Prospect Building will be rotated 180 degrees and moved across the street to settle at its final location, the lot at 110 Prospect. The Victorian house that previously sat at 110 was moved to the backyard of the houses located at 114 and 116 Prospect Avenue on November 10th and 11th of last year. All this house moving is being accomplished by expert house movers of Sharpton, Maryland. We delved into the university archives to discover more about the history of the building. Before 91 Prospect housed the office of the Dean of Research, it was home of a now-dead eating club, Court Club, then the spot of the home of the precursor to the CJL, Stevenson Hall. Court Club was an eating club founded in 1921 as a, quote, temporary eating club in order to reduce crowding at other upperclassmen dining facilities. The club spent its initial years at 67 Olden Street and in 1928 moved to a new building in 91 Prospect Avenue. That's just moving locations, right? Not the whole building to 91 Prospect Street? No, that doesn't seem to have occurred to them at the time. After steady membership for about 35 years, a couple of bigger sessions with few vicarees, combined with rising inflation, caused the club to close in 1964, becoming the fifth eating club in Princeton's history to die. In 1968, Stevenson Hall was founded. Stevenson Hall was intended to be a university-managed eating facility that was non-bicker and a social alternative to other eating clubs. The club was housed in two buildings, 83 and 91 Prospect. Over the years, Stevenson gained a reputation for political activism, quote, within the system. In 1972, the hall turned its 83 Prospect location kosher, the first kosher dining facility, quote, of its type in any Ivy League university, per Princetonia Museum. In 1993, the CJL opened and became the center for Jewish culture and food on campus. And at the turn of the century, all dining operations of Stevenson at 83 and 91 Prospect Avenue moved to Frisk Campus Center. Later, it would become the home of the Office of Dean of Research. In 1962, the engineering quadrangle was completed, consisting of six interconnecting halls surrounding a central court. In an interview with the Prince this past November, President Eisgruber remarked on the need for a new engineering school, likening the existing structures to his high school. In order to make space for the new engineering school, 91 Prospect had to move. Yet the move over 91 Prospect Avenue has been embroiled in controversy. Back in May of 2021, Residents in Princeton began a petition against the move. They called themselves the Save Prospect Coalition. I sat down with Sandy Harrison, class of 74, chairman of the Princeton Prospect Foundation, to learn more about the fight against the move of 91 Prospect Avenue. I'm Sandy Harrison, class of 1974, and I have been the board chair of Princeton Prospect Foundation for almost nine years, and Prince Prospect Foundation, also known as PPF, been around since the late 1950s, and um, its main role is to accept donations from alumni that are tax-deductible and then holding it in accounts for the different eating clubs and periodically remitting 
grants to the clubs. And more recently, since for the last six or seven years, we've put a particular emphasis on the historic preservation of the clubs because they are all of the eating clubs are are on the National Register of Historic Places as part of the Princeton Historic District. So they are historic. The controversy surrounded that very idea of history. Here's Sandy explaining why the PPF got involved. Okay, so the university, as many people know, is on a very ambitious building phase now, creating an East Campus plan and a, and a Lake Campus. And part of the East Campus plan, the, in fact, the biggest part is now under construction, environmental studies and School of Engineering Implied Science complex, which will be just south of the eating clubs along Ivy Lane. When it became apparent to PPF and myself and a few others that, wait a minute, you're planning on destroying three buildings across the street to make room and moving one of the, the building at 91 Prospect Avenue, which is one of the original eating clubs. And these houses have a lot of history to it. I mean, they, and why would you do that? Why don't you save the houses and you know, maybe redesign what you're doing so you don't have to do this at all. And for months and months, we really didn't get a response, you know, well into 2021, because they were really far along with their plans and they didn't think the town would notice or particularly care. But it turns out town very much did care and, and the university really underestimated the backlash that was coming. And so when it really um, got a lot of public attention was in late May of 2021, the petition ultimately ended with 1,700 supporters. The university eventually moved forward with moving the building. But the Safe Prospect Coalition drew some concessions. The university's position was pretty rigid, to say the least, for a while. But it kind of broke in September after four months of an impasse. But you know, the publicity and the pushback said, so, you know, we got to find a way to, and this is really more from the university's point of view, you know, let's just get this done. During October of 2021, there were some quiet private negotiations with, with myself and with Clifford Zink, who is like the town guru on, on when it comes to histor anything historic, because he's also not just an author, but he's historic preservation consultant, so he's very well regarded in town. And also another architect named Carl Pettit, who's on the PPF board, who is um, knows what he's talking about because he does planning for college on a college campus elsewhere. He's the chief architect, so he knows what he's doing. And we negotiated with the architect of the university, Ron McCoy, and the public relations person for the university, Kristen Applegate, who's terrific. Why don't we find a way to save the Victorian houses? And the eureka moment came and says, well, you know, they can be saved. They don't really all have to be destroyed. We can take one of the three, just move it behind the other two, which would provide sufficient room to move the court clubhouse across the street onto where it was. And then you could save the so two of the clubhouses would remain in place. One would be moved behind it. And then all of them would be rehabilitated. There were a few other things in the compromise too. The university agreed to support the creation of a Prospect Avenue historic district. This was specifically a local district. And the importance of a local district is that it's there are it would be many, many barriers for anybody, university or otherwise, to make substantial changes to any buildings or even the landscape on to any anything in the district without you know having to go through approval process because technically the university didn't have to relent and compromise. One of the more interesting bits of the whole presentation that you all gave to the planning board was this point that 
maybe removing or demolishing the court clubhouse would set a precedent for other um, eating clubs. And you just went through how they've established like a local historical district. Do you still think that's a threat or do you think that's been mitigated by the resolution? It's been mitigated for quite a while to come. I mean, nobody knows what's going to happen 40 years from now. But the, the answer to your question is, it's been greatly mitigated, totally eliminated. You can never stay in life, anything like that. Daybreak tried to reach out to university architect Ron McCoy, but he was unavailable at the time, according to university spokesperson Mike Hoshkiss. Some have criticized the pushback from the community. A well-known local Twitter account, Center New Jersey Yimby, characterized the community pushback against the destruction of the Victorian houses as a melodramatic outburst from local preservationists. The Yimby movement, or Yes in My Backyard, supports housing construction, often pushing back on local planning boards, blocking new developments. In recent years, Prospect 91 has served as the Office of Dean of Research. We spoke with Pablo de Benedetti, the outgoing Dean of Research, to speak about his tenure at 91 Prospect and where the office is now. My name is Pablo de Benedetti. I'm the Dean for Research and a Professor of Chemical and Biological Engineering and I've been at Princeton my entire professional career for 38 years, and you've been seen, for research for 10 years. You've seen quite a history of Princeton then. Yeah, quite a bit. Lots of changes that have yes. gone over the past 38 years. That's right. So what was your favorite part about working out of Manuma Prospect? The neighborhood is beautiful. It's peaceful, quiet, very green. It's very conducive for work of the mind. It's also very conveniently located you know, within walking distance of most of the campus. And then the other thing that I found very attractive is you're working in a historic building, but you're doing work that is very contemporary and forward-looking. So you're enabling and administering the university's research enterprise, which means you interact with very cutting-edge work. So this juxtaposition of the contemporary and forward-looking work uh, with being housed in very traditional historical settings uh, was very attractive to me. I'm curious as to how historic Princeton has kept the house over the years, because I understand that it used to hold a court club, which disbanded in the late 60s. And we occupied it in towards the end of 2007. The first team for research, when the office was established, moved the office to that place after it was cleaned and mm -hmm. renovated. So did the renovations keep the character of the old house? Yes, yes. If you have been inside the building, and I invite you amongst us across the street, you'll see it's a very traditional looking. And I understand that they're going to do renovations to a building once they put it down. Will that also be in the preservation of its character? Yes. So moving past that into more present time, how was moving out of that office? Well, I think that this location is very good as a temporary location. Beautiful view. It works well as an office. I certainly prefer 91 Prospect for all the reasons that I've told you. We moved here in October of 2021. So we've been here more than a year and it's worked pretty well. And then the other half of the office is in 619 Alexander Road. Uh, oh, so you guys have separated a little bit. Behind 91, there used to be 87 Prospect. That was demolished. So the people that worked in 87 Prospect are now in 619 Alexander Road, which is also a very nice location. It's not ideal to have a divided office, but you know, that's, that's what it is. 
Yeah. So has your office been able to adjust to that division? Yes. Yes. I don't. I think. I think we've done as well as we as we could do, given that we were on separate locations. Uh, we do Zoom quite a bit, but no, I, I I think it's worked quite well. On the future of Prospect Ninety One, does Dean of Research plan on moving back to um, its historic location? Yes. <laughs> yes, we are planning to go back to that uh, to that building. Uh, I don't know the exact timing, but it's going to be sometime in the fall. As Princeton closes this chapter in the history of 91 Prospect, the building will persist on historic Prospect Avenue, adapting to a changing Princeton. You can watch the building move starting tomorrow, February 13th. Pretty exciting because you're something you're not going to see very often. Bring popcorn. So Vitus, why did the building cross the road? Turns out that's what it needed to do to survive. That's all for Daybreak today. Today's episode was written by me, Vitus LaRue and Kavya Kamath with contributing reporting from Philip Wong, sound engineered by me and Vitus LaRue and produced under the 147th Managing Board of The Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horn, Class of 22. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Eden Toshoma. Have a wonderful day.